This is the Secret Library Podcast. The show is produced in part by listener support through Patreon. And after three years of producing the show, our current goal is for it to become entirely self-supporting. We have been covering all of the expenses ourselves for quite some time in support and help with wonderful listeners like you. And supporters who join the Patreon get solo episodes, plus the plus supporters have a chance to submit questions for custom Q&A, and we will be creating more great content as the community grows. You can become a part of it and be a supporter at patreon.com slash secret library. This is episode 153. My guest this week is Judy Reeves. After more than 25 years in a variety of commercial writing-related jobs, such as newspapers, radio, television, public relations, advertising, and marketing, she checked everything except for her notebooks, booked an around-the-world airline ticket, and took off in search of a new muse. After this adventure, she co-founded the Writing Center, a nonprofit literary arts organization, which was the center of San Diego, California's literary community for five years. She's the author of six books on writing and the creative process and teaches at San Diego Writers, Inc. Along with facilitating countless writing groups over the years, Judy's book, Writing Alone, Writing Together, about writing groups was the perfect topic for a question I have gotten often from students and listeners, which is, how do I find a good writing group and how do I join one? I think all of us who are working on writing At the beginning, we don't want anyone looking at it. We want to hide it away. We don't want anyone to see. But at a certain point, it starts to feel important that you get feedback and hear from a supportive reader or at a minimum or a supportive group of readers, ideally, and to get feedback saying, is this going well? Is this, are you interested? Do you want to keep turning the pages? Is this, is this working for you? And finding a safe group to do that in is one of the biggest challenges that writers face. So I wanted to have Judy on to really tackle this topic. And we really looked at a lot of aspects of a writing group. And after the conversation, we were both very excited and eager to leap into writing groups ourselves. Um, Projects I have been thinking about a lot um, living in a new city. So whether you live in a remote part of the world or a big city, we tried to address all aspects and challenges that would be necessary in order to find a really solid writing group. So hopefully this addresses that question and gives you a place to start. I welcome you over at the Patreon community, on the Facebook page, or on social media where I'm at Carol Donahue, and we can continue the conversation on this topic or any other one that comes up with the show. So here we go with Judy Reeves. Hi, Judy. Thank you so much for coming on. Good morning. Well, morning here. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm looking forward to whatever it is that we're going to talk about, writing groups and wherever we go. Thank you. Exactly. Well, that was the first reason. I mean, actually, the first reason is that we have all of these funny people in common, including one of my mother's childhood friends. Um, Just a hilarious network of connections that we have found. And knowing that you had written a book about creating writers groups and how many people have come to me over the time that I've been running the show and working with clients saying, I'm working on a book. I would really like to get some feedback on my writing. It isn't just about staying motivated at this point. It's knowing, you know, is this thing any good? What do other people think? Are they interested? Is it working? And I just knew that this was the perfect fit because it is really important to have a good writer's group and to 
get support and feedback and all of the things you can get from a group. So even though as we talked right before starting to, uh, starting to record, you wrote your book about writing groups a while ago, you have so much experience with it. And we thought it might be fun to have an update and talk about how that has changed over the past number of years. So why don't we start with what do you think is the most important thing that would make for a successful writing group, regardless of format? Oh, I think it is uh, finding a group and finding a group of people who, um, where it's supportive and who you trust, um, who want to, everybody is there working together to make each person's piece the best it can possibly be. Uh, often people will go to a, a, a writing group or they'll come to me and they'll say, go ahead, be brutally honest, you know, tear it apart. And I don't think that's what we want in a group. I think we want to, to look for people and other writers who are going to say, yeah, this is working. And that's not so much. This is where I got bumped out. But, you know, I, I think it's that kind of supportive group where we can feel safe and we can trust the voices that are coming to us. Definitely. I th this is an interesting thing because that immediately brings up something that people ask for also, which is I'm really looking for a group so I can get some critical feedback. And I feel like there's this sense that we all have that maybe our writing's not so good or that we're not doing a good job and we want these people to be honest with us. But at the same time, I think that there are different ways of support that make for effective writing going forward and that really do make your writing better. And some that just feel like it's a no pain, no gain kind of situation. And it maybe isn't as helpful as we thought. So I'm wondering if you have thoughts about what helpful feedback looks like. Right. First of all, I, I, I always say that, you know, there's a big difference between criticism and critique. And critique is what we're looking to, we're looking for the construction of it and the strengths of it and what will make it better. In criticism, I think it's let's look for what's wrong. <laughs> and I don't think that that's necessarily what anybody is looking for. I wanna know what is working. I mean, I, if you tell me what is working and then this isn't working, then I know it's not necessarily that it's wrong, it's just that it hasn't found its way yet. And I, I, that's what I, that's, I, I, in this book, and I was just looking for it as we were talking, I have the difference between critique and criticism. And I think one is a positive outlook and the other is my job is to tear this thing apart. And the, I don't think that's anybody's job to tear somebody's writing apart. But I think you're absolutely right about, we're looking for, I don't want, I don't want to come in and have them say, oh, this is so good. You should send this right away. You know where it'd go? It would go in the New Yorker or maybe the Atlantic. You know, that's not what I want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honey, your, you know, your mom will say, oh, honey, that's so good. I'm going to take it to the neighbors and read it to them. That's what my mother used to do with my poetry when I was a kid. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> right. But we do. We want to look, how can I make this the best that it can possibly be? And, and those in the group, I think our job, if if we're listening to someone or reading someone's work, it's to be, it, it, to know what the writer is trying to communicate. You know, what is it that you're trying to say here? Um, rather than looking at it with what we think they should say. What, the, what do you want to say? That's why sometimes questions, when I'm reading someone's pages, 
I'll just have question after question after question on the pages. Uh, you know, is this what you meant to say? How did this happen? Or what about that? Uh, are you sure this is the word you wanted to use rather than wrong, wrong, wrong? You know, there's such a difference. That's why I say a supportive group that, you know, and supportive people who who will listen for what the writer is really trying to say open-minded without bringing in their own judgment about what should be said about it. I think that's really true. I mean, having been in a lot of, of writing groups over the years and, and run some as well as been inside of them, I think one thing that stuck out for me that I think is important or has appeared important to me over this time is that you have to trust the logic of the piece that the person is writing. And sometimes I think that, okay, as the reader, maybe I'm reading something that someone has written that's in a completely different genre or a completely different um, world or framework or character situation than I would write. But I have to take kind of my own writer hat off and put on the, the hat of, okay, does this make sense in the context of this piece? Right. And so if, if, if you absolutely, and if you get into a group or if you're working with a group of people, um, uh, who are bringing, bringing something that you don't know anything about, like, I don't know this genre, uh, how am I going to offer you feedback on it? Well, I can be a reader, but what is it that you want from me? I think that's important too, you know, to ask that as a, as a reader of your work, what is it that you want from me? I, I, uh, mixed genre groups, I think are a bit of a challenge. I don't, I don't know much about, um, children's books and so for me to give you know to try to give feedback to help someone make their children's book the best it can possibly be I don't know if I can give that you know I don't know if I can give that kind of feedback mm. I can go back to my time of reading them to my children you know and this is what worked for me then but do you, do you see what I mean yes. um, yeah so am I qualified to critique this as a reader do I know enough about this particular genre that will be helpful? Um, I don't know anything about science fiction, mm. for example. So do I know about how to build a world? I know that that's what you're supposed to do, but do I know anything about that? Right. Yeah, I think these are, it's always, <laughs> it's ahead, always, yeah, no, I just think it's fascinating to, to look at because I have heard of from direct experience from participants, really amazing writers groups that are all one, you know, all literary fiction or all science fiction or all romance writing where everybody's doing the same thing. And I have also heard about really amazing writers books where one person's writing young adult, one person's writing a literary novel, one person's writing, you know, women's fiction and, and somebody else is writing science fiction and that the different perspectives really bring something together. So I think maybe if if we're having this conversation to help people find a writer's group, it might be good to ask yourself a series of questions like the ones that you were referencing earlier. So maybe we can come up with a series of questions together that people should ask themselves when they're looking for a writer's group and, and how they might go about finding it. And one of them might be, what, what do you need? Just like you just said, what do you need from readers? What are you needing feedback wise from them? 
Right. You know, in this in this book, uh, and I think that's where we start if we're looking for a group. And sometimes, you know, you get in a group and it changes because we invite somebody new to come in and they bring in their children's book or they bring in their essays or, you know, so the group can change too. So I, before we uh, began our conversation this morning, I looked in this book to see, cause I knew I had a checklist in here and um, I do, I found it on page 21 of, of this book. And so I thought, do, do you want me just to read the checklist? Yes, yes yeah. please. Let's Thanks. do it. <laughs> okay, great. So uh, it's called Wants, Needs and Intentions, a checklist for the writer looking for the perfect group. And of course we know there's no such thing as perfect, but we'll call it that, right? Yes. So um, joining just any group doesn't serve either the writer or the group. For you to find the right group, you have to decide what's important for you, what your goals are for your writing, and for the community the group provides. The following checklist can help define your wants and needs. So here's the checklist, and, and these are the questions that we ask ourselves. I want a read and critique group. I want a group made up of my peers. I want a group with a leader or instructor I can learn from. I want a support group to share my writing with, not to be critiqued, because a lot of people want that. They just want to read it to see how it sounds. They don't necessarily want feedback on it yet, right? I want a group of like-minded writers. I want a group writing in my same genre. It's okay with me if group members are working in different genres. I want a study group. I want to work on a specific project with a group. Uh, I have done that when I've worked through books together. We'll study the book and work through it together. For example, um, I did Women Who Run With the Wolves, the mm. Clarissa Estes book, and we did it together as a study group. Uh, and I've done that with some other books, too. In fact, people have done it with my um, Writer's Book of Days. I've done it with Artist's Way. Um, I've done it with uh, my Wild Women book. Uh, okay, so to go on. Uh, I want to develop relationships with other writers. I don't have much time, so I need a group that meets, and then you fill in the specific, you know, weekly, monthly, um, on, you know, online, in uh, live, uh, at night, on a particular day, those kinds of questions. I want an ongoing group that I can grow with. I want a short-term group that I can work through my project with. I'm not ready to commit to a specific project, so I want a group where I can fool around with my writing, try to get some footing. I don't want to join a group, I just want to build relationships. I want to practice my writing and expand my voice. I want to work on specific aspects of the craft. I want a group made up of my gender or other specific qualities. I want a group that's diverse. I want to write with a group on specific issues, gender, violence, body, image, um, food, the moon. <laughs> you know, <what> it, <laughs> I would like to start my own group. I prefer to join a group that already exists. I want to work within a large established group. I want a small intimate group. And then you kind of add your own wants after that. Um, sometimes I invite people to do a free write to see what it is that they want from a group ah. you know, um just if my perfect group would look like this <laughs> uh, and, and and take it from there you know um and also ask what can i bring to the group as well as what can i get from the group i think that's so important what what am i what commitment am i willing to make to the group 
Um, and then, you know, in the in the free write, what's the setting? Um, what's the focus of the group? How's the gathering structured? Um, what else is there? What's the feeling? And what's, you know, what's the feeling of being with the group? Sometimes I go to a group or I can tell people when people come to me in, in a group and they're uh, just so anxious, you know, that they... And I get scared, too, sometimes reading my writing out loud for the first time when I'm really insecure about, you know, I don't know whether I have what I wanted here or not, and I, or I'm really exposing myself. So uh, being in a group where I can, where I'm, where I feel supported and comfortable. Um, sometimes at writing conferences, uh, there are uh, uh, groups that just come together, and it's a group of strangers and so there you are with this group of strangers and getting feedback from them. It's a whole different experience than being in an established group where you know everybody. It's, I think it's, I think it's different too when you can, uh, you know, sometimes online you don't see people because you're not on Zoom or Skype or whatever. So you don't see people and body language can have so much to do with what you're hearing and what you're seeing and how the critique is being presented or the instruction or whatever. Um, so do I need to be in person? Do I need that kind of feeling? It, it, it's, I love it. I love it. I've done so many different kinds of groups over the years that, uh, um, my favorite group and I, this group, and I didn't trust that group. And I wish I, that group still existed. And, Going away with a group for a weekend intensive is a whole different feeling. That's, uh, gosh, I'm, get, I wanna, I'm getting all excited about these. Can That's you hear me? amazing. Yes, I can. It's... Oh, I want to go. Yeah, I want to go with my friends. Remember when we went to Big Bear and that was oh. so... <laughs> So nice. So I think I think this is important to remember to, to sort of hold on to the excitement of what a writing group can be, because as you said, it can be really scary. It's it can feel exposing and vulnerable. And OK, I have this stuff that I've been working on in my little ivory tower and mm -hmm. now I'm going to bring it out and show it to people. And they have the ability to say, is this good or not? And I think we can give other people a lot of power in that realm. So. I think that a wonderful way to start, as you suggested, is to free write about, okay, well, what's your vision about what a writing group would look like? Do you want one for a week? Do you want one once a month? Do you, you know, when do you want it? What kind of qualities do you want it to have? Why do you want it? And, and move forward from there. Yes. And what can I bring to it? Yes. I think it's uh, one of the things that I uh, always think about with groups is, mm -mm, if I'm at this level, then to go, try to get into a group that was going to stretch me a little bit, but also a group where maybe those who aren't at the level, I could help bring up a little bit. Mm. I mean, uh, uh, I have been in groups where someone might come in and they are really not at, 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 at the experience level. And so, um, often there's a jargon that we use, for example, and they may not even know what some of those words mean. So I think that's important too, uh, to find the level at which you want to work and, and who you want to bring in. I always like someone who knows a lot, a lot more than me <laughs> and, and that's not hard. <laughs> and, you know, so, so that I get, so that I can learn more and get stretched, you know, and really push myself. 
I don't want it to be too easy, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, to go back to our saying, you know, this is wonderful. It'll easily end up in the New Yorker and, you know, without a single change. Um, Yeah, we went somewhere in between encouraging and also getting some feedback of things that could be adjusted or made better. Right. And, you know, I think there's a difference, too. Uh, One of the questions that I, I, I don't think is in that checklist and I don't think we've talked about yet is whether you want to have a group where you read pages ahead of time Mm. or want to bring them in and read them live and get you know bring in copies for everyone and read them live because there's a difference in the uh, depth of critique I think Uh, well I know that's true if I get like my writing group I just was looking at my email earlier this morning and I have pages from two of the people who are in my group and I know there's going to be 15 or 20 pages from each of them. We don't meet until next week. So I have a week in which I will read those pages and write comments on them and write up some comments that I want to talk about when we when we meet next week, as opposed to the group that I lead that I had yesterday, where um, uh, a certain number, three people bring in up to eight, eight or 10 pages, copies for everyone. We read them live and give feedback right then and I know sometimes with that live group when I come home I think you know I wish I had said that because that's what I'm that's what I'm thinking about now about that piece you know so having it settle in a little bit I think each of them has value but it's a decision you know it's also a choice of of which way we want to go definitely yeah so if someone listening is really excited about joining a group, but they don't know where to find one, what would you recommend in terms of looking for a group that they could join? And then maybe we can talk about the person who's maybe looking to start a group and how they might do that. But let's okay. start with the existing group and trying to find one of those. So much of it depends on location, right? True. <laughs> like real estate, location, location, location. In San Diego, um, we are really fortunate, which is where I live, we're really fortunate in that we have a a writing organization, a literary organization, uh, San Diego Writers, Inc., that offers all kinds of reading critique groups and all kinds of workshop groups. You know, so many things that you can do on a, you know, they might have four or five things on a daily basis, and I could choose any of them. Um, But if if I live in the mountains of Oregon and I don't have that access, then how am I going to find a writing group? So, so that makes a big difference. And of course, you know, what, what, what did we ever do before the internet? <laughs> I, can, I can remember words like community bulletin boards you know, right. you, and coffee houses where you would go and put something up on the bulletin board where you were looking for a writing group or a newspaper that came out, you know, poetry flash used to come out once a month, I think, and they would list writing groups uh, in that. So I think, you know, if you're in a, in a community that has a writing organization, has some kind of uh, writers and editors guild or pin or um, something like that, I think, you know, you can do the research online um, and find them that way. Uh, if you're not in that kind of a community, then you might have to look a little bit further um, and drive a little bit of a distance. I know uh, one of the women in my group right now drives down from Julian, which is, what, about an hour and 15 minutes out of San Diego. She drives down every week to be in the group. Um, and that's, you know, how far am I willing to go? 
is a question uh, that you have to ask yourself. Definitely. Uh, online, certainly there are online groups, and I know a lot of people have really, I have never done an ongoing online reading critique group. I've been in um, workshops where we uh, do that, where we exchange, you know, and we read and, and do it online. But I know there are any number of groups that exist online, and I'm just trying to think of you, you Karen, you may even know more than I about what. Um, what kind of groups exist. I think there's one called Inked Voices. Mm. And I know that uh, often universities will have, um, ex through their extensions, they'll also have groups online that you can participate in. Um, I think maybe places like Grub Street, and I'm talking, you know, I'm talking in the US, of course, uh, Grub Street in Boston, they might have online groups. Um, uh, you can take through extension courses, like the UCLA uh, will have extension courses that you can do online. Um, the Writers' Center in, in Bethesda, Maryland does online groups. And I know that there are individual... there's one in New York, too. Um, writers, what is that one called? Oh, yes. I can picture the logo in my head. <laughs> <laughs> we both know it. What's it called? You it's know when yellow. When I'm doing something else, I'll call you up and say, oh, that's the... I know what it is now. Yeah, we'll link to it. Yeah. We'll find it. We'll remember later and link to it. But yeah. right. But yeah, you're not, you don't have to live in the same place if you're doing an extension program. You can live elsewhere and do it. Exactly. And, and you know, there are all these different kinds, too, where you can meet, uh, you know, where the group comes together live with a live Facebook group or a live, you know, through Zoom, or it can be written. You know, you send pages, you post and do it all online without ever talking to each other in person, you right. know, like, like you and I are now. Yeah, there's more, there's more of that that's available. And I've seen some really lovely results. Like I, um, Sarah Selecki has a writing school. Um, and she's been on the show a number of times. And so she's had some, um, both a writing course as well as a critique group, and you can work on um, a short piece. And I think I think it seems like people are, are eager to continue that energy. They always want to keep going when it's over. I know. You know, that's what I hear at the end of my, oh, don't stop. Let's keep going. My wild women group, especially, I, I hear that every time they want to keep going. Yeah, that's interesting. So what do you think, what do you think it takes to keep a group going? Because I know that I've had people and I said, well, just keep going when I've run groups and I've said, you all can meet together. Like you can absolutely do this. And, um, and they said, well, we did try that when we did another course in another group and, you know, life happened and people were really excited about it and it was hard for them. I wonder if it's hard if you start in a group that's facilitated by someone to continue in that same dynamic, um, without a facilitator. I've pulled it off once we pulled it off for about a year afterwards, but it, then some of us started moving and it was difficult to continue. So I'm not sure, you know, how, so I think maybe we've found the, the resources for another one is actually I'll, I'll save that one. Sorry. I'm go, I'm thinking as I'm talking. Um, I think that, so we've, I think we've covered some options for the person who wants to join an existing group, but I think sometimes if you want an ongoing group, that's going to have momentum and continue regardless of when the group quote begins or ends, sometimes you need to, 
you need to start it yourself or you need to join a group that's not necessarily a facilitated group, but it's an ongoing group that's been going for some time and they're open to new people. Right. I, I, I sometimes out of my classes, like at, when I was teaching at UCSD, um, people would come together in the class and they would really connect, you know, this person and that person and that person. And after the class was over, they would start their own group. And often those groups would continue. Maybe they'd been together for a semester, so they, you know, knew each other pretty well and those groups could continue. Um, I, I have seen my the last wild, well, two wild women groups ago, um, they started uh, a group after, and I said, I would like to come sometimes just to write with you guys, but I don't want to, you know, I don't, I don't want to be the leader of the group. And it actually went on for about a year and a half, I guess, but I don't hear too much of them, like, really being able to sustain. Um, so start. I have started any number of groups I know that some groups, I have heard of some groups that have been together for, you know, 15, 20 years, something right. like that. Um, I've been in groups where I've been in a group for five years and, and the group has continued after I left the group, um, going on and on, but that was a group with a facilitator. Peer groups, um, uh, it, it so much depends, right, on, yeah. on what it that they're doing together, what they're looking for. And I think we're so mobile now, too. People move and you try to say, well, we'll all keep the group going and you can come in by Skype, you know, and, right. and do that for a little while. Um, how, do you, how long do you want a group to go? Do I want to stay with the same group? Are they, do I need to have new readers? Uh, can I get so used to, this is the, if I'm in a group for a long time, do they get too familiar with my work and I get too familiar with what they say about my work? Mm. Uh, I think that can happen sometime. Um, and then I start writing because I know what the group wants from me, so I'm going to write to please the group as opposed to maybe taking some chances that I might, you know, that might stretch me a little bit. That's really it's interesting. Yeah, I think sometimes movement within a group is is a good thing. And it can be also, I've seen groups fall apart because somebody new has come in and, and disrupted what was there, um, especially smaller, more intimate groups. Right. You know, dynamics of, uh, oh, we writers were, <laughs> you know, we're um, unique and individual people. And, and sometimes we're so sensitive. Yes. <laughs> Um, so, uh, group, group dynamics is, you know, a study unto itself. And then you bring in that with the writing on top of it or any kind of creative people, you bring that in on the top of a structure of a group and, and all kinds of interesting things can happen. Definitely. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think that brings up an important point that it's not a failure if a, if a group only lasts you know, a shorter period of time, but that's okay. You still got something out of it and there will be more people and you can find more people to read your project. Right. And if, if now, for example, um, when I, I was writing novels, novels, novels. And so the group that I was with, we were working on novels together. Now I'm writing memoir and am I going to get the same kind of, do I need 
somebody else in the group who's writing memoir, you know, do I get the same kind of critique from them or do I need to change um, and work? We talked about this earlier in, in whether it's a, a specific genre group or whether it's a mixed group. You know, am, am I getting... Am I getting what I need for my writing? Because there can be, I think, sometimes a loyalty to the group, even if maybe we're not getting from it what we need for our work. Yes. Yeah. And and that can get, you know, because we build this. We're so intimate when we trust our writing and trust and open ourselves. Sometimes I feel like I, I bring my writing and I, I, I start reading it out loud, and it's like I'm taking all my clothes off, and I, I'm saying, "Well, what do you think?" Right. <laughs> and um, so, uh, so we build this kind of intimacy with our group, and almost can be like family dynamics in a way, depending on how long we've been together, how intimate the group is, how small. Um, and so, leaving a group can sometimes be a real difficulty even when we know it's time to go right yeah I think it's interesting too with the genre difference I can see where it would feel extremely different to be sharing memoir versus fiction because fiction while it's still really personal and writing fiction myself I'm I'm you know gutted if somebody thinks it isn't going well but at least I can say, well, it's fiction. This isn't my life. I'm not talking about myself. And to share a memoir, I think that would take it even further in that direction. So I can see where you would want someone in the group who was having a similar level of vulnerability in what they were writing. Right. And and so people who, who you know, writers who are working only with fiction and here you bring your memoir and they say, well, you know that I really, the father in this, I'm really not liking, you know, him. I don't think it's working. <laughs> If you could just change that father, the way the father and the mother are together, I think that would work so much better for your story. And you're saying, yeah, but <laughs> this is my life. But this is real. I wish I could change the way the father and the mother were together, but I can't. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's the interesting part is that it is, you know, whatever reason it isn't working. That's the point of memoir. Exactly. I want to try to figure this thing out. <laughs> yeah. So one thing I, I wanted to ask, because I think you bring up a great point earlier, is that, you know, what can you bring to a group? And I'm wondering if we can talk a little bit about what are some things that can make you a really successful participant in terms of what you show up with and what you bring as a group participant to ensure that you have a good experience and so does everyone else. Yeah, I think it's that open, open-minded, open heart, you know, that you come with. Um, that my, what I want to bring to the group is I want to support the other writers in the group the way that I want to be supported. What can I do that is, you know, that will be supportive? I want to, I want to listen closely. I want to know what the writer wants from me, um, and I want to be honest. I, I usually say three things, you know, to be uh, honest, to be thoughtful, and to be kind. Mm. I think that you can, I don't think you have to be brutally honest. I think that you can be kindly honest. Um, I think it, it is in a way of presenting, I want to be able to present my comments in a way that are um, receivable by the writer. Knowing how vulnerable we can be with our work how personal, as you say, even with fiction, 
um, you know, fiction is kind of a lie that tells a truer truth about ourselves, right? Yeah. So I know how vulnerable um, writers can be when I'm giving feedback, you know, when I'm giving comments, when I'm giving critique. And so I want to be able to give it in a receivable manner. And I, I, I think my telling them this doesn't work and you should do this and like coming on like that is not helpful at all. I know when, when I hear that, I put up all my guards because I feel, I feel like I need to defend, you know, my heart and defend myself, my writer, my tender writer self. So if I can present my critique in a way that is receivable, that's thoughtful, that's honest, because I'm not just going to say, gosh, this was really good. I love it when I don't. And when I know it's not working, it's my responsibility to be honest. Um, and that's my commitment that I will be honest with you. Um, but I will also be thoughtful, uh, objective and kind. And I think that objective too, this is, I don't think when we're, when we're giving critique, I don't think it's our job to tell somebody how to fix it. Um, I think it's just to say, you know, I, this isn't quite working here. I got bounced out and I'm, I can't quite say, you know, what it is. I'm not quite sure what you were trying to do here rather than saying, like I had someone tell me once about one of my characters. Well, I think if she were like a nun in her former life, I think that would help. <laughs> <laughs> Where does that come from? <laughs> right. So, so those are some of the qualities I think that, that to, you know, to bring, to, to, to show up on time, to be fully present with the group, um, uh, not to blow it off. Sometimes if I don't, if it's not my turn to read, I'm just not going to show up. That's, you know, kind of flaky. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So making that commitment to be there, to fully participate, to be objective, honest, thoughtful, and kind. Definitely. And I think asking thoughtful questions that inspire mm -hmm. the reader to go further, as you said earlier. And I think one thing that I find is to really feel um, motivated to support the project into whatever it needs to be. Yes. I think that's so important because sometimes I'll be in a critique group with something uh, with someone and it's not a book that I would pick up off the shelf to read for my own experience yet there's something really valuable about that project and I get invested in it because of who's writing it and I care about the writer and and I think you can overcome kind of your natural tendencies or habits sometimes in reading to find something and give real feedback on something because you build a relationship with that piece. Right. And I think it stretches us and takes us into areas where where we might not go otherwise, as you say, you know, can I, can I give critique on this uh, romance novel that is like a Harlequin kind of romance? Do I know what the, you know, what the, what the genre is requiring so that my feedback can be helpful, but can I like really get myself into that and believe in that because the writer believes in it and because the readers who will get this are going to believe in it. Yeah, I think so too. That's such a good point. It's just, I think it's, there's something about reading for others and asking the question over and over again, okay, is this, is this working? Am I, am I wanting to continue? Am I still curious? Is there more I want to know? I think it forces you to consider writing in a different way. And it, it 
can't help but improve your own writing, even indirectly without you quite realizing it. Right. I think so, too. And uh, just that's why I think that open mind and open heart is so important when you go into a group um, to 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 not make judgments based on, you know, to not be prejudiced against something just because you don't read it. A, a cookbook and poetry came to us once in a writing group. That was all right, this could be fun. Amazing. <laughs> and I'm not a poet, but, <laughs> but let me try this. <laughs> or essays that are on subjects that I don't know anything about. I There's a woman in my group now who is obsessed with figs and fig trees, and I have learned so much um, and, and about the natural world from her writing that I wouldn't have explored on my own had I not been in this group with her. But now it's opened my mind to, uh, I've just grown by it. My world is bigger because of it. That's amazing. I think that being open, and if you're in a big city, then you can reach out to organizations like Judy talked about. And if you're not, and you, you don't, it's just too difficult to travel far from where you are, then I think putting something out there and describing, doing the free writing that Judy described in the beginning, free write about what you really hope for from a group and put it out there, put it on social media or put it on, you know, email people, you know, put it out. Another resource I've found, I've started groups through Meetup and mm -hmm. other places describe what you want and what kind of intention you have for the group you don't have to be a facilitator you can all build it together but i would encourage you to reach out to try to find this if you don't see it already existing in your community uh, i think that's so important a lot of people have come to well our thursday uh, writers group they've come through a meetup found us where'd you find us oh i found you through meetup well i completely forgotten about that. I'm so glad you mentioned that. Yeah. It's, I think it's just good to know that, you know, do tooling around on the internet a little bit and, and not being afraid to take the first step is often the way you're going to find people who are also uncertain of how to proceed and who need the resources and who need the support also. Mm -hmm. And, and yeah, being honest about what you want from a group, you know, with yourself and, and with the group too, you know, what you're looking for. And, and sometimes you go and you find out, yeah, this didn't quite work out for me, but then you know kind of even more what you want to what you want to look for. So it's okay. You don't have to get in a group and like make a, a marriage of it, a lifelong commitment to it. Absolutely. And I think I want to encourage people listening also just to give you a way to start. There is a comments field in the show notes of the show and also on the show's Facebook page. If you want to post where you are in the world in response to this episode and that you would like a group and anything about that, please use those locations and everyone look there. If you're looking for a writer's group, you may find there's somebody in your town already who wants to start one and you can start it together. So please make free, uh, make free use of both the show notes for the show, as well as the show's Facebook page to connect and start writing groups. I would love to see that happen. Yes, we are everywhere. Yes. Are there are writers everywhere. <laughs> and that's a good thing. It absolutely is. 
So Judy, I want to thank you so, so much, both for writing your book, Writing Alone, Writing Together, and talking about the experience of running so many writing groups and just sharing some ideas about how to get started with this, because I know so many people are looking to connect more with their writing and with each other. Thank you so much. It's been really enjoyable for me. I think we could go on and on and on. And, and uh, do you want to be in my group? Okay. okay. <laughs> that sounds great, actually. Yeah, let's do it. Awesome. Thank you so much for listening to the Secret Library podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this week's show. You can keep the conversation going by leaving a comment in the show notes at secretlibrarypodcast.com or visit us on Facebook at facebook.com slash secretlibrarypodcast. You can also connect directly with me on Twitter or Instagram where I'm Caro Donahue. That's at C-A-R-O-D-O-N-A-H-U-E. I look forward to chatting with you there. See you next week. Until then, happy writing.